Hi, Thomas here. You're listening to a preview episode. You can enjoy the entire story tonight by subscribing to our supporters' feed. There you'll get access to the entire back catalogue, bonus episodes, and more, and it's all completely ad-free. Click the link below to learn more. And thank you so, so much. Me and the team really appreciate your support. Over the years, penicillin has saved innumerable lives and changed the course of history as we know it. But this miracle drug, heralded as the world's first antibiotic, was invented completely by accident. We'll begin by taking a closer look at the mistake maker himself, Scottish scientist Alexander Fleming. He was born in 1881 in Darvel, Ayrshire, Scotland, as the seventh of eight children. The son of a farmer, his childhood was every bit as rural as you might expect. He spent many happy hours roaming through the countryside with his siblings, nurturing a fondness and respect for the natural world that would last a lifetime. At school, Alec, as his family called him, showcased obvious academic potential. He was awarded a scholarship to learn at Kilmarnock Academy and enrolled there in 1894. In 1895, he moved over 400 miles away to London. His older brother, Tom, was already studying medicine there and would eventually open up his own oculist practice. Alec continued his own education there, at the Royal Polytechnic Institution in Regent Street. Then, he spent four years working at a shipping office, a job that paid the bills, but didn't exactly inspire him much. It wasn't until 1901 that he began to seriously consider his options. Having received a £250 inheritance following his uncle's death, he was able to quit his job and return to his studies. Encouraged by his brother Tom, whose practice in London was thriving, Alec figured a career in medicine seemed like the natural choice. And so, he enrolled at St. Mary's Hospital Medical School. He graduated with distinction in 1906 and later earned a gold medal recognizing him as a top medical student. When he finished his studies, he initially hoped 
to become a surgeon. However, as luck would have it, things didn't quite play out that way. That's because Alec was a member of the London Scottish Regiment, a voluntary force of reserve infantry in the British Army. He was also a member of the medical school's rifle club. It was there that he proved himself to be a skilled marksman, so talented that the club's captain couldn't bear to lose him from the team, which would have been the case had Alec pursued a career in surgery. He nudged Alec in another direction, arranging a position for him in the inoculation department at St. Mary's, so that he could also keep up membership at the rifle club. He worked under Sir Almroth Wright, a pioneer in the world of vaccines and immunology. Of course, Alec excelled just as he always had, even more so under the expert tutelage of Wright. Over the decades that followed, Alec would attain a Bachelor of Science degree in bacteriology and lecture at St. Mary's, before continuing his medical research on the front lines of World War I in France as a captain in the Army Medical Corps. Many of the bacteriology staff led by Wright, worked together to establish a battlefield hospital lab, where Alec focused on studying infections. Returning home after the war, he was promoted to assistant director of the inoculation department. By 1928, he had amassed a wealth of knowledge, experience, and skills, though his modest manner might perhaps suggest otherwise. Picture him now, if you will, this rather quiet and unassuming man at the age of 47. He wears a smart, tailored suit, a waistcoat, shirt and trousers, underneath a coat of brilliant white. At his neck, he has a patterned blue bow tie that brings out the color of his bright eyes. They are rather intense and stand in contrast to his short gray hair. He's very neat and tidy in appearance, which is somewhat ironic, being that he's known around the lab for being rather untidy. The month is September. Alec is returning to work after a family holiday in Suffolk on the east coast of England. 